Hey guys, it's your host, Joy Washington. Guys, I just want to let you know, this podcast is real. What we talk about and what we express is not fake. It's a true account of our lives in the time that it is present tense. Some of it is a past account, some of it is present tense, but our journey right now is real. Some of that might not resonate with you anymore, and I completely understand. Now is your time to bow out. Okay, so now that we're done with that, this podcast is so therapeutic for us. It's a true journey of where we are and what we're doing. It's really helpful to us to share these trials and testimonies that we have been through in hopes that they will resonate with someone else, in hopes that they will reveal something in you, convict your spirit, and make you turn away from those things and go on a new path. So guys, if that's you, if that's truly what you want to hear and listen to, then this podcast is most definitely for you. And guys, keep on listening. Hi guys, and welcome back to our channel. If you guys are new here, I'm Joy. And I'm Shanice. And we are the Facts Not Fiction crew. The I Said What I Said edition. Okay, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Y'all, I'm tripping because we keep doing the same hand gestures every week. Don't know why. <laughs> hey girl. It's just like, why? That's what we don't It's not planned. It's definitely not. Not rehearsed. Guys, if you're new to our channel, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe, and to turn on those post notifications. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at factsnotfiction underscore podcast, and also don't forget to follow us on Twitter at fnf underscore in Jesus name. Alright, let's get into it. Okay, so we are going to jump right in to our oh, favorite segment. Oh, I was going to say, what do we going to say? Okay, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> jump right in. To our favorite segment, sister check in. <laughs> so, how has your week been so far? I guess weekend into the new week. Um, I go back because we we weren't we didn't do the episode last. Oh, week. we didn't. So, um, I mean, I feel like everything is fine. Like, I feel. I mean, I feel good. Like, I mean, it's life. Like I said, life be life and. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't. I really don't have anything to complain about. Like, I will say that. Like, certain situations that, like, you know how you have those ongoing situations that you can't really do anything about at Mm -hmm. the moment? Mm -hmm. So, those type of situations are still ongoing. But I've made peace with those situations. Mm -hmm. And I have, like, you know, relinquished them to God. Like, God, whatever you allow. Or, you know, because there's no need to keep harping on the same situation. Like, you know those people, they always go, like, oh, yeah, well, it's still going on. Yeah, it is. But what else are you doing? Mm -hmm. You know, to better the situation. Like, while I'm in the trial, what am I doing? Mm -hmm. Because I can't just sit there and wallow. I still got to, you know, get up and move. And, you know, other things are coming my way. So, with that information being said, like, I mean, we we good at the Washington house. We live in life, you know, no matter what the circumstances are. We move in other directions. But I will tell you all about that later, you know, down the stretch. Um, but, yeah, what's about you, baby? Girl, just work, 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 work. Legit. Um... What's crazy is that I'm just like, 
<laughs> it's almost like I'm laughing at myself because, okay, so as you guys know, I have a nonprofit organization. With that nonprofit organization, I have dedicated another day to operate, which is on Sundays. And I told myself that I'm only gonna operate my nonprofit on Sundays, maybe like two two Sundays out the month. That's what I told myself because I was like, ain't nobody gonna be hitting me up like that, girl. Everybody's hitting me up with for these services, and I was like, yo, it has picked up tremendously. I've been in the shop every Sunday this month, and I was like, oh my gosh, like thank you Lord for the increase. I was just like, okay, all right, I yeah, want increase some people to come help. Listen. I won't. I, I wasn't expecting this to go like that when I was like, I'm, I'm gonna dedicate a new day. At the time that I dedicated another day to doing this, it wasn't like that. Like it wasn't like so many inquiries about what I offer. Um, but it's like the moment like that time opened up, it was just like flowing. Like I get a call almost every day regarding like, hey, I received one of your vouchers for your nonprofit, and I'm just like, oh snap. My Sundays are bugged. Goodness. So, how many dogs do you do normally on a Sunday? Like two or three. Mm, that's so wrong. Not necessarily, right? But let me say, I don't know how to groom my dogs. I don't know how to <laughs> go into it. What it, I just, it just depends on what, like, well, for them, I don't do like. I guess it depends on how I feel about it. Like, I don't do my voucher doesn't cover like full haircuts. Um, it just covers like a bad package, nails, stuff like that, minor trimming. But I'm like, if the dog like really, really needs it, I'll just go ahead and do a full haircut. But most of the time it takes me like a, depending on the size of the dog, like an hour, hour and a half. Mm-hmm. But yeah. And I also like, when I go to the shelter, I also groom more dogs at the shelter than I do for my business. Like, it's crazy. I don't know how I do it, but I do. Something about serving. Listen. Listen, and I be so like determined. I'm like, I'm gonna see as many as I can. Exactly. <laughs> Something about serving now. Like, I'll be like, yo, I mean, and my mom's like, what the dog are you? And I'm like, dog number eight. <laughs> She's like, what? I'm like, yep. Still going. Still going. That's beautiful. I love that. Thank you. But it's been good. It's been good. Um, yeah. Just It's just been work. And it's like, I ain't even mad at it. It's just like, all right. Not at all. Like I thank God for you know just allowing me to use my gifts to serve my community. Amen. So what we talking about this week, man? I've been calling it uh what do I call it? Godly encounters. Okay, let's go with that. Okay, I did not know what to call it. It made me think of Jerry Flowers. Like he has a series called Kingdom Encounter. Mm -hmm. And I I can't remember. But I will. Um, yeah, so that's what we're talking about. <clears throat> so we were talking, thinking about like what we were going to talk about today. And I was just like, you know, one thing that's been on my mind lately is like how we came to be like what encounter, like I'm sure we'll have plenty of encounters. I pray like Lord will have plenty of encounters with you because um, they're so special. But um, what encounter specifically brought you to Christ? <clears throat> For me, I've had a lot. Like I think that... I, since a very young age, I just love God. Like, and I've always was fascinated uh, just with Jesus. Like, <laughs> just with Jesus in, in general. And it's like, you know, I always had the mindset, even when I was young, that I wanted to be a good person. Like, I wanted to be Christ-like. Like, even when I was a kid, and y'all remember, I don't know if y'all remember the story where I was talking about, like, you know, being bullied and stuff like that. I remember, like, you know, 
my parents and my older siblings always used to be like, well, if they messing with you, like, tell them that they talking about your hair, they talking about your skin, tell them that they ugly. And I was like, that's not nice. Like, why would I want to do that? <laughs> I don't know they ugly. <laughs> Legit. Legit. They was just like, my mom was always be like, she needs to be like, that's not nice. Like, <laughs> I wanted to always be a good person. But it was like, from elementary school to middle school to high school all the way through college like I always wanted to do something to serve God and to serve God's people and it's like I have not been perfect in that but I think God has really just always had that had my attention in a sense like I may not have been living for him at all walks of my like all stages of my life but I have been very much aware of his presence in my life and it's been like going through certain things that I'm just like, ain't nobody but God has gotten me through this. Like legit, like I should be dead. I should be in jail or, you know, a whole bunch of other things, probably strung out like a drunkard. Like, you know, there's several things that could have happened to me that I feel like. What did you say? A drunkard? Mm -hmm. What is a drunkard? An alcoholic. <laughs> I've never heard that term before. What? A drunkard? A drunkard. A, no, ma'am. Girl, but... Okay. <laughs> Dictionary. We're going... Webster. you never please. heard a drunkard? I've never heard... I've never heard that word ever uttered in my life. <laughs> a drunkard? A drunkard. Okay. Mm. And if I make a wreck... Yeah. I'm going to need somebody to pull that up. <laughs> I'm going to pull it... When we done, I'm going to pull it up for you. And we're going to post it in here, too. Because a drunkard... <laughs> I oh. thought you had just made it. You know, Kiki be making up words. I thought you just Concerned. made that up. <laughs> Concerned. Concerned. But no, or alcoholic, or should I say, just like, you know, uh, stop it. <laughs> like, full on, just like, out in these streets, wilding, like, legit. Um, because there was a period of time in my life where I was just like, you know, not hanging around the best people, um, not making the right decisions, and it's like God has always had that presence where he's just like, now she needs. This ain't what you're supposed to be doing. And as I got older, that awareness just got stronger and stronger and stronger. And I feel like one of my most scariest encounters was through a dream. Mm -hmm. And it was when I was in college. And at this point in time in my life, we was like college kids wild college kids we partied heavy um we drank heavy we smoked heavy and it was like a everyday thing like as soon as we get up we up in the cab for breakfast six o'clock in the morning i won't even say making mimosas because it wasn't it wasn't like mimosas it was like liquor and juice just starting the day on a high smoking throughout the day just all the time like i feel like if anybody who knew me like my freshman year in college. I was going through some things back then too. I had just had my miscarriage right before I came to school. Um, so I was just in a really dark place. Um, right before, uh, if you knew me around that time, like I used to wear shades a lot. And it was because I like really just didn't want to like be bothered and really didn't want to be seen. But I was also like heavily under the influence. It was like during those years, I remember one night I had come in, I was tore up. I had come in from partying to my room and I had the craziest dream where 
it felt like an out of body experience almost. It was like, I remember getting up, this is, I'm dreaming, but I remember getting up, going to the bathroom, and I, I, in the dream, I knew I was drunk, and I remember going to the mirror, and I didn't even recognize myself. I was just like, who is this person? Like, I looked so, the, the proper word I could use for it is like deformed, in a sense. Like my face, like just looked not like me. And it was scary. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like, is this me? And then I remember hearing God's voice vividly, like talking to me, like, Shanice, this has got to stop. And I just remember in the dream, falling out on the floor, bawling, crying, like, Lord, I'm sorry, God, I'm sorry, forgive me, help me, guide me. And I remember waking up crying and my room was like, are you okay? And I was just like bawling, crying. I was just like, God, I have got to stop this. And that's where I really stopped partying like that. I was like, nah, I'm good. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, I'm, I'm okay. I still struggle with substance abuse beyond that, but God has, is a deliverer. Okay. Is <laughs> a deliverer. I will say that. <laughs> okay. But, um, you know, just as, like, I've continued in my adult life and I've just shown God more reverence in me, like, I, I want your will for me, not my will, it has completely transformed my life. Like, completely transformed my life where I really started focusing on what my purpose is and living in that purpose and just not, like, going with the flow of things. Like, you know, how we just live our life how we think we want, what we think we want to do, how we think we want to live. And God is like... I ain't wrote none of that down for you. <laughs> like, shut that down. Shut that down. I got your story. Listen, this ain't your life. <laughs> like, Get out of this. Like, <laughs> this is not your life. This is, like, this. you were here for me. Like, straight up. And I, the more mature I've become um, as a person and in Christ, it's just been like, God has just been like, it's like second nature. Like, it's almost like he's my conscience. Like, now Shanice, check yourself on the art, Lord. Girl, that is a Holy Ghost mass conviction. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, those that don't know, it be beep, 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 Get it together. Get it again. Going the wrong way. <laughs> what about you? <sighs> oh, my God. Okay. So, I've had, like Shanice, I've had several encounters, like, growing up in the church and stuff like that. Like, I had several encounters with God, but here lately, the last one I can really recall that has really like jolted me like awake. It was like a very dark, dark period where I just was like, I sunk down. Like, I felt like I was in like the sunken place. Like, I was in this deep, dark area. And then, anybody that knows me intimately knows that like my, my desire at this moment is to have children. And, you know, for some reason, that just hasn't happened for me yet and I just got stuck in this place and I was angry and I was mad and I was just like you know you could have been did this and you could have you could have did this a long time ago Talk why this God. one yes that why this one got one and you know <laughs> why she got one because I was yeah anyway um why this one got one and she ain't even taking care of kids kids getting lost in the system can't even keep them up but she have able to have them mm-hmm. why why you knew that was gonna happen when you gave them to her mm-hmm. you know just things like just going down a rabbit hole and the more i would go i would think on things the deeper i would get and like it was just like something was like digging their claws in me like it was just so deep and so 
hurtful to me. And it was just like, there's nothing that I can do to fix the situation. Because of, good. Because it's nothing that you can do about that situation. Like, it's nothing that, nothing that you can do. You can't miraculously make a baby happen. You can't go snatch one. You can't go, you know, just be like... You can, but... <laughs> yeah, but, you know, you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah. you know, and, like, I don't know. Like, it was just a whole thing. Like, and it, I just remember being, like, sobbing. Like, literally, I was sitting in there. I had to take my husband to work at that time because um, he had gotten into a car accident. We only had one car. And I remember I could not even go to work. I was on the phone with my best friend, um, who y'all know is Kiki. Um, so I was on the phone with my best friend, and we, I, she was just, we, I was just sobbing. Like I couldn't control myself. I couldn't keep it together. Like everything I wanted, that's all I wanted. I was like, I just want a baby. That's it, mm-hmm. or whatever. I don't know why I can't get one. And it just like I just remember like this, like this moment where it was the absolute lowest moment that I could go, and it was just like I had just kept hearing this song. Um, I forgot who it was by, but it's called Thank You, Lord. And I want to say thank you, Lord, for all you've done for me. Yeah, there's so many versions of it. I right. But um, so I just kept hearing that song, and I would just play it. Like, I wasn't, I was I was still mad. I was still hurt. I was still upset. But I would just play that song. Mm-hmm. And I would just play that song. And the more that I just played that song, the more the Holy Spirit started speaking to me in a way that I've never felt him speak to me before mm-hmm. and just encouraging me and just being there. And then I just remember like, it was like maybe like two weeks later, we went to speaking spirit ministries for the first time and we were just going to try it. And also this was after my birthday. Like when I turned 32, something kind of snapped a little bit. Mm-hmm. Usually it happens to people at 30, it happens to me at 32. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that was about, but anywho, um, I went to speaking spirits for the first time after like discussing with my husband that we wanted to um, go to church and be in a church and get back in the word and stuff like that. We never left. <laughs> um, we went there one time and kept going. We've been going back ever since. And that was back in February. But I say all this to say like God goes after leaves the 99 to go after the one. Mm. Because I always think about to myself like why did God come after me? Like, I wasn't nowhere near serving him. I wasn't nowhere near doing anything remotely in the right direction. I wasn't living for God. I won't, I barely was talking to him only if I needed something. At that moment, I was mad, so we was having a conversation. Mm-hmm. So, I was like, why I always think about it, I think about it now. Like, I'm like, God, why did you come after me? Because he loves me. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. And I had to get to the point where I really honestly knew. And I still struggle with it. Like, God, you really love me? Like, you love me? Or whatever, even through everything that I have ever done. And I have done some things. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm just, like, in, the, in that moment, it's just his grace and his faithfulness. Even the fact that I was, I was acting a fool. And he still took the time to say, I love you. He still took the time for people to prophesy over me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, re- reveal that, you know, I am going to have a child. I just don't know when. Mm-hmm. You know, but I have to wait on God. You know, and then even in that waiting, we did a series, we did a um, conversation about that, so y'all already know. But even in that, in the in the waiting period on God, I'm so much at peace, mm-hmm. or whatever. Because it even it would be to a point where if I hear somebody having a baby, I'm like, I don't want to hear about it. And um, I'm gonna go home and cry, or something like that. Or I'm gonna just be overly emotional. And then for me, when I get overly emotional, I also get angry. So like, I don't know. Like God is just 
God is just who he is. He's a good father. He is God almighty. He is God everlasting. All the things. And I just always think, I always, refer, I always remember this story. Like, I'll never forget this moment in my life. It, because it was a pivotal moment in my life. Because I had to choose to come out of this myself. Nobody could pray me out of it. Nobody could make me move out of it. Nobody had to do anything. I had to make a conscious decision that I'm going to I'm going to trust God and I'm going to live for God even though I didn't understand. I still don't understand, honestly. What what's going on or why I have to go through things the way I'm going through it or why this is happening. I still don't know, but at the end of the day, I've never felt a strongest connection that I've felt with God and I've never felt um so at peace with situations even though they like literally like you know bother me or like you know something that you know anything everybody goes through something that like bothers them or you know messes with their psychological or mental health or something like that like but it's so much peace here Mm -hmm. it's so much you know even though I know I can see with my eye like this ain't looking right but lord and I always um he told me something a while ago um, a long time, like maybe months ago, about something that he was gonna do for me, and I was like, God, I always, I told him then, I said, no matter what I see, I'll know that I heard you, mm-hmm. because I heard what you said, because I, I couldn't, I can't make this stuff up, if I tried, <laughs> like I could never, like scriptures and stuff like that that he's been able to feed me and give me, I would never be able to do that by myself. I would literally have to look on, line, look it up or something mm-hmm. like that. I could never just go to the Bible and find it. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I was just like, don't mean to interrupt. I was like, you know, God's word is definite. I think that we can perceive it wrong or we can make it, we can try to form it to mean what we want it to mean. But God said what he said. He said what he said. <laughs> and he meant what he said. He and he said. when he gives you the vision, I'm trying to tell y'all, like, it is no joke. He's, that's your instruction to move. Like, that is your instruction to move. And it's like, you know, God don't play by his kids. He just really, truly don't play about his kids. And, you know, I've been in that space where it's like, God, did I hear you right? Like, I know I heard, me. we had this conversation. I know I heard you say this, but I'm a little, I'm questioning. I'm a little, I'm a little unsure. I try not to question him now. <laughs> Girl, you, and you had, and I, that's something I've had to learn to do. Like, all right, Lord, surrender. I surrender it. Exactly, like. because, I mean, I'm not saying that you can't ask God no questions, but sometimes, for me, it's because it's not it's not the questions, per se. It's that I'm like, I want to know what's going to happen, like, those type of Girl, questions. Like, and this is like, let me dissect this mm-hmm. for you, Lord. Let me just put the pieces together and that's, for you. And because, that's what put you in that mental space. I'm like, mm-hmm. Exactly. And I was like, and I have to realize, he even told me, like, one time, like, I verbatim remember him saying he's like you can't tell me how to do this <laughs> you cannot tell me you can't he's his exact words you can't tell me how to bless you yeah you can't tell me like, like i know <laughs> you don't know like you don't know nothing i was just like i don't know and it's nothing. not knowing that drives you crazy like lord that's why you have to mm. relinquish all this stuff to him like mm-hmm. you know i could literally if i really sat here and really like went in like really just thought about it and deep in my thought about it but that's the trick of the enemy because the enemy wants your mind mm-hmm. that is a that is the biggest thing because he can't like if you think of it you really go down to the nitty-gritty the enemy cannot even harm you without waiting in line to see if he can harm you listen who harm said you. that recently somebody um i think it was like there is <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just you have to wait in line to see if he can harm you or whatever but my thing about it because he's like but he can put thoughts into your mind mm-hmm. and he can but can't read them but he can put thoughts into your mind mm-hmm. and then see what your actions do but i mean it's, it's it goes deep it just goes deep 
Like, you gotta, you gotta get in it and go deep. Go deep with God. Because, <laughs> like, God be deep. He be, he be on some other stuff. And then, like, when it comes to fruition, like, that's what I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for it to come to fruition. Mm-hmm. Because, and the biggest, and the biggest thing I wanted to come to fruition is because when it happens for me, people are going to know this is straight from God. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, God is going to get the glory out of this situation yeah. that I'm going through. Like, when, when I have my baby, y'all going to know that was from the Lord. the Lord. Straight up and down. That was from God. God's mm-hmm. going to get the glory of that situation. And I always thought about that. I was like, God, when you do this, they going to know. That's how I feel like in a lot of moments in my life. Like, I come from a very small town um, in South Carolina, y'all. And it's just like, what I'm doing now, who would have thought? Like, who would have thought God. that God? <laughs> he knew. Listen, like, only, only him. Like, he really has just shown out in my life. And I was telling, we had prayer call this morning. And I was telling Joy, and I was like, yo, listen, like, if God don't do nothing else, I am immensely blessed. Like, he has just been showing up and just, like, relinquishing and releasing things to me and just giving me the the strength and the know-how to get things done and I'm just like God like let's look at it I was looking I was when I went out today because um I live in a house that's not that doesn't belong to me and so I was just like oh, I don't want to do nothing with this house like I ain't gonna do nothing with this house because it ain't my house I'm gonna wait till I get my house he was like why <laughs> He was just you like, live here, don't you? you live here or whatever. So I was just like, you know what, God, you absolutely right. You know, this, this is, if this is going to be my house for a little while that I'm renting or whatever, it's, it belongs to me at this moment. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to fix things up. I'm going to make things look presentable, make things look nice and get ready mm-hmm. for my next. Mm-hmm. Because you can't just be like, oh, okay, when I get that, I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. No, I'm going to do it now and I'm going to do it better then. Mm-hmm. So I have to hold on to those. I'm going to say something I cannot remember. But I'm, I have to hold on to those moments. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> Child, I've been fixing things up too. She is. She's like, y'all, I'm going to do this next. I'm doing like, okay, girl, I can't wait yeah. to sing it. Can't wait. I'm sure I can. Because it's like, Joy is super crafty, y'all. This is a whole side note. But Joy is super crafty. And it's just like, you think so? Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Come on now. Crafty a cup of Joy. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that was fun. That was a fun moment. <laughs> like, come on now. Joy's super crafty, so I just be like, okay, okay, girl. I do I like putting things together. That. I really like putting things together, and I, I feel like I would be an um, amazing homemaker, like Martha Stewart. Like I would do that. Like uh, home just, decor. Just put like things that. together. Just make it look pretty. I like that. So I guess. So we talked about like. Uh, encounters um, something we had a conversation about um, was the ability to speak in tongues mm. and you know using your heavenly language to communicate with God um, I will say for those of you I, me and Joy both know that like, we both have had that encounter with God at that specific level I will say for those of you who have not had that encounter let me tell you it's life changing it's it's life changing and I feel like it's it's a level of conviction that comes with speaking to God in that way that is just like, God, I can't go back to how I was living before this, like before this conversation specifically. Like I refuse. And it's not to say like, you know, that you're not going to be tempted by things like the enemy not going to try you. Like it's not to say none of that ain't going to happen, but it's like your level of awareness 
it's crazy heightened and it's just like you hear God essentially a lot more clearer than you would typically doing your uh, regular prayer, you know, at night before you go to sleep or when you sing grace or whenever you pray, you know, recommend you pray three times a day. Um, but, you know, whenever you regularly pray and it's just like, God, ooh, let me say something. When that Holy Spirit take over, it takes over. And when I was younger, you know, you didn't understand it when you were here. You're like, what's going on? What's happening? Why everybody... You know, falling out, you know, screaming. <laughs> Some people will run and all this stuff, shout, you know. Listen. And you know, you ain't really understand it. I ain't really understand it until I got to high school where I experienced it for the first time. Scared, scared me. I don't think I've ever been scared. It's always like, um, I don't know. I don't think I've ever been scared. Maybe because I've seen it so much. But like, I don't, I don't think I've ever been scared of it. I mean, it has, like, it has a couple times, like, overtaken me to where I could not speak. Um, but I don't think I've ever been scared, girl. Came up on me on Sunday, girl. Had to let loose of the next church. Had to let him have it. Mm-hmm. One, two, step. Hey, girl. And my knee was hurting, and I didn't feel no pain at that moment. <laughs> I was getting I was getting all across that aisle, child. She hey. said, come in the middle. I said, sure will. <laughs> <laughs> That's another thing. That, to have that experience is, like, complete full surrender. Like you are, yep. Lord, have your way with me. Have your way. And it's so crazy. Like I, when I think about it, it's just like, woo. Yeah. Just come up on you. Child. No, but legit. If you allow it to, it will. If you come definitely allow it to, it I will. can feel it. Like whenever, like it's so weird. Like because like, I, whenever I'm looking at something, that I, that's how I know somebody is actually speaking. Like about God or something like that because mm-hmm. I feel it like like mm-hmm. flush over me like real quick mm-hmm. when someone is saying something that is actually connecting with my spirit mm-hmm. like I can feel it like like it's like a, it's like a little it feels like a little tingle or whatever but if I don't feel it I was like oh, okay God like yeah <laughs> so the little little tingle in my body I'm like oh, okay this is the Holy Spirit like y'all speaking facts right now yeah. I feel it all the time I speak facts. The fact you always do the fist. I don't know why I do that. I have no clue why I do that. Like prideful. Yeah. Speaking spirits all day. Every day. I need to get my sweater, girl. Oh, yeah. I need to get my sweater. Um, You know, my unrep- um, speaking spirits for y'all. And one day I'm wearing my shirt when we on the air. <laughs> so y'all can see. I see it. Under the anointing leadership of Apostle Fred Wyatt. Okay. Shout out to my mom. Also, my mom just got consecrated into her apostleship. So shout out to my mom. It was beautiful. I will insert a picture. Um, but yeah, she was. It was absolutely beautiful. That's why I got to shout at y'all to get it on. Praise the Lord. real quick. Um, but yeah, it was good. I really enjoyed it. Real quick, I will also say this: Don't be ashamed of your praise. Mm. You know what? Okay, it's funny that you say that because I was like, I haven't. Okay, I want to say I have not shouted in years. Like I have not shouted in years. Like I don't even remember. Can't even tell you the last time I shouted. Mm-hmm. So when I when I when I did it, I, I knew I knew it wasn't me because first of all, I told you my knee is still bothering me. <laughs> so not under my own accord and my own brain and my own mind, I don't think I would have did that. 
just think about it. Like, I'll probably, like, you know, I'll be, like, limping a little bit. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, but when I did it, I was, I was so taken aback because I didn't realize that I was doing it mm-hmm. until, like, I had stopped. And I was like, oh, I just shot across this church. <laughs> and then, but when I, I asked my mom the next day, I was like, mom, did I look crazy? She was like, girl, no. She was just like, you gave God your best. <laughs> she was just like, they, I was about to get out there with you. And I was like, oh, okay. But I, I did feel like a little, I, I asked my husband, I was just like, because I don't, first of all, I don't know where that You don't want to be judged. Yeah, I was like, I was like, first of all, where was that man at? Because I don't recall <laughs> you being behind me, sir. Where was you at? And if, and if you watching, I said, okay. They praise him, baby. He really was. And I was just like, okay. Because I was like, how you beside me like this? What's going on? But anywho, anywho, anywho. But yeah, I just, I don't want, yeah, you don't want to be judged. Or you don't want to, like, you don't want to just feel, like, stupid. Or people, like, laughing at you or something. I don't know. But I definitely, I, I listen, I, at that moment, and I was the only, and also I was the only one shouting. I will say that as well. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I started, you know, black churches, they immediately start that beat. Yeah, so they immediately saw the music, and I just remember, I just, I just took off there. I gave it all I had in these, um, these boots and these uh, leather pants and he and that little had a little um, K phone that was going oh, in the wind, okay. girl in the wind. Like, I was like, anybody get a picture of that? <laughs> Video. Oh, did y'all record the service? <laughs> you little clip. Insert. I would insert it too. I would insert that clip. No, you need to ask. I'm, I'm, okay, I would. I would definitely. I would ask. definitely. I know Calvin, my own stepdad. He was um, recording. I don't know if he recorded that. Part, <laughs> but I would definitely. But no, it's been times where, like you know, I feel like you know, people don't understand your praise. Like y'all don't know what I'm going through. Y'all don't know what God has done for me. I don't care who in this room. I don't care what's going on. God needs my attention right now, and I'm gonna give it to him. Well, He has my attention. He don't need. Well, He don't need anything from me but for me to serve him. But like, he has my undivided attention right now. I don't care who in this room, I'm giving it to God. And, Girl, you know, I think- It was through the word that I got to, because I think the word was, oh, no, okay. I can't say word for word, but, sorry. My mom, she was um, she was prophesying to me, and then the Holy Spirit that came on her heavy, like I, and then that was that was amazing to see that too because she started prophesying mm-hmm. and like you could tell when the spirit like even me and my husband were talking about it like when the spirit came on her you could literally shift. see the, yeah you could see that you could feel the shift in the atmosphere mm-hmm. and you could see the difference in like the way she was like speaking mm-hmm. and talking like I know how my mom talks or whatever that was not just her there you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying so when the anointing came on her and the Holy Spirit came on her, she started prophesying. Mm-hmm. And so when she started prophesying, she just called me like she and she she never called me by my full government name like in public. Did she call me my full government name, child, in the pub? Mm-hmm. And so I kept hello. I'm going to surrender. What's, what's going on, Lord? And she was just like, you know, she was like, God had, God sees you. He hears you. And he, she was just like, God is going to use you exactly the way you are. You don't have to conform to anything. God is going to use you the way. And God, at that moment, lost it. Gone. Down. Down out. You feel like we got to be a certain way or look a certain way and fit into, I don't know, the com- constructs and conformities of and Christianity. For me, it's just, I feel like, I, have, I think I put it on myself, but because both of my parents are pastors, mm-hmm. it's just like, I don't, 
I'm not saying that I don't I don't want to be a pastor because if that's where God's called me, that's where He's called me. Mm-hmm. But I don't. Mm-hmm. And then um, I don't want their mantle. Like I don't want what they had. I want what's what my what mind is for you. What mine is like. I want people to be like, oh, you gonna do like your mama, or you know, you like, or whatever. And I, I have some of her attributes, yes, and I have some of his, yes. But I don't, I don't want my own thing. I want my own swag, Lord. Give me my I'm own do it swag. Like joy. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do it like them. So that's another thing that always is like, not necessarily bother me, but it's just like, uh, I don't want your mantle. Mm-hmm. I want my own, no. my own weight. That's beautiful. I'm here watching, applauding, helping. I love that though. Because you I wish I wish I had more of that. Like um you have a um what do they call it? A servant's heart. Oh. Or whatever. And I was like, I need to get to get more of that. But I mean that's what that's how people get blessed. It's like you humble like and serve. Like that is a that is a key a component to being blessed and to have, to live in abundance. You serve others mm-hmm. constantly. That's literally one of the biggest things we were called to do. Mm-hmm. Um, is to serve to constantly serve others. That's all Jesus did was serve, serve others. others. His life served others mm-hmm. and still serving others to this day. Yeah. It is by His stripes we are healed. Oh, okay, I can go all day. <laughs> but um, yeah. So I need to get I need to get now. I am going to be serving in my church. Okay, but um. Yeah, you serve all the time. I'm looking at my cousins too. Like they serve all the time. They help people and serve people all the time. I, it's it's a level of fulfillment that is just it's unmatchable. Like to like even like when I achieve my own personal goals, when I'm helping somebody else, and I'm trying not to get emotional, y'all. When I'm helping somebody else and other people, it's it gives me the opportunity for God to use me. Mm-hmm. And it's like, God, this is beyond me. This is beyond my own personal benefit. Tell me what to do. And, ooh, I'm about to cry. It's like, legit, tell me what to do, and I'm going to do it. And it's a beautiful experience. And I think that's something that I've always had the attitude towards. Like, I even with, I've been, like, volunteering since I was, like, 14 years old. Um, just within my community, uh, with church groups, um just to kind of give back in some shape or form and just to be active um at all points and times and like a lot all stages of my life for real for real and it's just like I enjoy it, I love it and when I'm not doing it I'm just like oh I get frustrated and so I think that in my adult life that's why I was like God I know you are leading me into this nonprofit, and it was like that's why I was like you know the business was never God's plan for me God was just like this is the avenue that's going to get you there. And I was like, okay, bet. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's go. And it's also that, that service time when you don't, if your gifts, and I think Michael Todd said that your gifts are not always for monetarial transaction, like for money. Yeah. Like your gifts are not, you know, he was saying, he used an example, like, you know, you know how to be organized, you know how to work a database. You're like, why aren't you at the church helping out? You know, saying stuff like this. You stuff good like, with kids? Why aren't you serving in children's? Correct. Children's so like it's yeah. like it's not, it's not just that. And I think I'm, I'm I want um, sisters in Christ to do like community outreach mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I think I think it's important that that we serve people. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're gonna be looking into that, y'all. Yeah. The godly encounter is it's convicting, y'all. I'm just sum it up to that. Like, and when you have yours, praise them on the spot. 
Regardless of who you are, listen. Give me that prayer right then and there. Like, Lord, hey. Go run real quick. <laughs> thought about. Uh, I gotta run. Look, I thought about Kwane just now. <laughs> oh, I gotta run. Like, Kwane, how are you? <laughs> hey, hey, girl. girl. <laughs> Oh, man. But, but yeah. Um, guys, it's been real. I really enjoyed this conversation. I'm glad we were able to talk about it. Let us know in the in the comment section what your encounter has been. If you're waiting on your encounter or if you already had your encounter. Um, we want to hear about it. We want to know about it. We want to talk about it. So you can DM us. You can email us. We want to hear all about what you guys have to say. Yes. And also, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Turn on those post notifications. Um, if you are interested in Sisters in Christ or there are booklets, feel free to uh, email us at factsnotfictionpodcast at gmail.com. Also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at factsnotfiction underscore podcast. And follow us on Twitter at FNF and underscore in Jesus name. All right, guys. Well, we love you. It's been real. It's been fun. But we got to go. It's late. We got <laughs> 10 o'clock bedtime. And we got to get up and go to the gym tomorrow. Okay. Oh. <laughs> 5 a.m. <laughs> Alright y'all, bye! Hey guys, me again. Just wanted to just come on here and say, if you've taken an account of yourself, you've put up that mirror and you've seen yourself in a reflection that you don't like and you want to move forward and you don't know where, the biggest place to do that is getting in the word of God. So if you don't know where to start, you want to get into a community then we have it for you. We have a group called Sisters in Christ where we get together and we just journey through the Bible. Right now, we're just going through the books of the Bible and learning of the Word of God. If you want to join that, please reach out to us on Instagram or Facebook. DM us, message us, send us an email at our website, and we'll get you in. All right, guys, have a good day.